Gubbies, Plutes, and Gangsters. I guess it's been about a year since I was convinced by some of my closest friends that I should do a podcast. And, um, you know, today it seems like everybody has a podcast. And frankly, I think 99% of them aren't very good. I wasn't like sure that I could do much better, but I realized I do have some ideas that some people have found interesting in the past. But I've also had the privilege of meeting and knowing some extraordinary people. It's rare that a week goes by without me speaking with a CEO or a politician or even a notable celebrity. There's been times when I thought to myself that I wish more people could have been a part of a particular conversation that I just had had. So it kind of was making me think that maybe there was something there. Over the past couple of years, the concept of wealth building and specifically the idea of closing the Hispanic wealth gap has consumed a lot of my time. I started NARUP, what, 23 years ago to improve Hispanic homeownership. But I've frequently said that had I instead started an organization to improve Hispanic economic mobility, I still would have started with homeownership. My ideas around homeownership, though, have evolved over time. Homeownership is not the end game. It's a stepping stone, a bridge, a gateway to a better quality of life. And the concept of wealth is is bigger than that, especially when you understand the true benefits of wealth and prosperity. I decided that my first podcast would be about closing the Hispanic wealth gap. And I would interview people who are extraordinary achievers in their own right and who have ideas that I think are worth sharing with whatever my audience might be. My ideas around increasing Hispanic wealth have always revolved around three ideas. First, public policy matters. And let's look at home ownership as an example. What would home ownership rates in America be without FHA, Fannie Mae, or Freddie Mac? I think anyone who understands what FHA and these agencies actually do would agree that without government support for home ownership, interest rates, down payment requirements on mortgages would be much, much higher. And the qualification criteria would be a hell of a lot tougher. Banks are also required to do loans to low and moderate income borrowers because of a law called Community Reinvestment Act or CRA. Now, ask yourself, how much lending would banks do to first-time homebuyers without CRA requirements? If there's anyone out there who believes that government policy doesn't matter, read up on redlining policies in the mid-20th century. You have a pretty good sense of how government policies have a huge generational impact. My second idea is that capital is the lifeblood of any growing business. I don't think that's controversial. Now, the first rule of capitalism, I like to say, is that capital should flow to where the growth is. Now, Hispanics account for 80% of all new business growth in America, and Hispanics are prolific entrepreneurs. I've said that many times. It's kind of like in our DNA, but yet less than 2%, let me say that again, less than 2% of business capital flows to Hispanic-owned businesses, and we need to change that. And so my third idea is that entrepreneurship can create multiplier effects in terms of wealth building. When a Hispanic-owned company achieves scale, not just success, but I mean scale, not only does it benefit the founders, employees, and investors of that company, it attracts more capital to other Hispanic entrepreneurs. So it creates a multiplier effect. 
I've often said that Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry have done more for blacks in entertainment than 50 years worth of political advocacy. It's because they showed the market that there was money to be made by investing in entertainment, targeting black consumers. If we want to change the trajectory of Hispanic wealth, we need a lot of badass Hispanic entrepreneurs. So this leads me back to my podcast that I've titled Govies, Plutes, and Gangsters to represent my three ideas, government policy, capital connections, and wild entrepreneurs. So far, I've recorded eight interviews with a CEO, an investment banker, an author, a venture capitalist, a real estate investor, a couple of entrepreneurs, and one billionaire celebrity that I think you guys will recognize. I think they're all pretty interesting, and I'm excited to do more because I really liked it. I'll also be adding into my podcast a few of my older interviews that I've done at other conferences, like the one I did with George W. Bush. And the one I really like with superstar filmmaker Robert Rodriguez. Closing the Hispanic wealth gap won't happen overnight, but there's no reason we can't do it. Nobody ever questions the work ethic of most Hispanic Americans, but knowledge is power. And if my podcast can help close the knowledge gap, I'll be really happy about that. So please check out the first four episodes of Govies, Plutes, and Gangsters. And you can click right here for them. And I'd really love to know what you think. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And here are some other comments. I'm happy with the first eight episodes. I thought they were pretty interesting. I feel like I've still got a lot more to give and uh, a ways to go to really make it something special. Uh, We all know how crowded the airwaves are these days. You know, everybody has a podcast. Everybody's doing YouTube videos. Everybody wants to be the next, you know, influencer on social media. I don't, I don't really need to be any of those things, but I want to have really good content out there that really stands on its own. And, you know, I've done a lot of things over the last, you know, 20 years now. And I feel like there's stuff that people couldn't benefit by listening to. I said it in the, the blog and I'll say it again. I get a chance because of the position I've held for a long time to talk to some extraordinary people. And there have been times when I thought to myself, man, I wish this this interview or this conversation was on a main stage at a NAREP conference so that a lot of people could hear this conversation because I just felt it was so, you know, compelling and interesting and helpful in so many different ways, insightful. And this is what my podcast is going to have the chance to do to share some of those conversations and share it with people that I think, you know, align and agree with the goals and objectives that I set for NAREP and and Latitude and the Hispanic Wealth Project. This is, you know, a work in progress. And I really, really appreciate you listening and participating and giving me your feedback. Thanks again. Take care.